In today's show, I'm looking at must-draft players for points leagues on Yahoo and on ESPN. I'm also looking for Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. Quick reminder... Um, Wednesday, 13th of October, 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be my 2,500th show ever. And we are doing a four-hour live stream answering questions from as many people as can get those questions in with plenty of guests. Just preparing you for the upcoming season. It'll be live on YouTube, so check that out over there. Now, today's show is... Should I go full YouTube here and go full clickbait? You do not want to leave your draft without these guys. Forget everyone else. This is how you crush your league. Fireworks, explosions, whatever. Of course, that's all bullshit. But what we're looking at here is some players in each round of a Yahoo points league or an ESPN points league that I think are pretty good targets in those rounds based on their current ADPs and where I'm valuing those players. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about them from a from a perspective of, hey, these guys are in this round. I think there's some good value there. So let's talk about that right now. In round one, it's the same guy on Yahoo and ESPN because they've both got Jim Harden a, a little bit too low. Like Harden can very, very easily be the number one player this year. Um, there's no guarantee that Nikola Jokic is number one. No one thought he'd be number one last year and he stepped it up. He could be. He probably still is the guy you take at number one. But Harden can be number one this season, especially if Kyrie Irving remains unvaccinated. Harden is currently ADP 6 on Yahoo. And on ESPN, I believe it is actually exactly the same. It's at number six over there as well. He shouldn't be getting outside the top three or four. So when we're looking at the best value pick in that first round, he's the guy that seems to slide the most and the guy that I'm pretty interested in targeting. You know, if you end up with Yanni or, um, or some people get confused when I say Yanni, it's actually Giannis Antetokounmpo, in case you uh, in case you don't know who it is. It's actually this bloke. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So Giannis or Yanni is a guy you can take at one or two. Doncic, Jokic, Curry, Harden, whatever. Like they're all, all these picks are fine. But the fact that Harden is sliding to six, I think provides some pretty nice value in that first round, whether you are on Yahoo or whether you are on ESPN. The second round is a really weird round this season. I don't feel particularly great about anyone who's going in this range. Um, I do like that on Yahoo, Bradley Beal is sliding a little bit. His ADP is at 14. I do think that you're looking at him as like you know the 10th or 11th pick, like a first round guy. But if you're getting him start of the second round, I think that's really good value. 
but no one else really stands out to me when I look at where I project guys and where their ADP sits. Where I go, well, man, this is a great steal in the second round. There's so many other, there's so many first round guys that are sliding down to 20. It just isn't the case. And on ESPN, nobody really stands out. That doesn't mean there's no good pick there. It just means there's no really standout, huge value option of players who tend to slide into that area. The guys are just what they are. There's a lot of risk associated with players there, just with uncertain situations, whether that's a new coach for DeMontis Sabonis, a Russell Westbrook impacting LeBron James, Levine and Vooch playing on the same team for a full season along with DeMar DeRozan. Those sort of things lead to that concern. Uh, is Zion's foot healthy? Is Kyrie going to play? Like These are the guys who are getting drafted in that second round area. And you just don't know what to do with them there. So I think Beal probably stands out. And ESPN, again, no one really stands out to me as being a great option there. In round three, a few more interesting options there. I I think uh, that we look at the double royal, Julius Randle. Randall was obviously really, really good in points leagues last year, the 16th ranked player. And while I don't think he will be the 16th, his ADP sits at 26. So he's going to the start of the third round. And I do think that he should be probably a second round player in a Yahoo points league. While Zion, I think, is probably a first round player in a Yahoo points league. But his ADP is 26 as well. Now, I wouldn't take him in the first round with the uncertainty with a broken foot. But we're heading to pick 18 or 17 or 19. And Zion's sitting there. Yeah, I would definitely be looking at that. And you head to 26, so we're in round three, which is what his ADP is. You're picking at that 24, 25, 26 area of a draft. Yeah, I, I would I would take that risk. Um, Zion, he will be ready, it looks like, for the start of the season. But there's still, yeah, it makes me a little squeamish heading into the year with a broken foot for a bloke like that. But yeah, I think there's 20 spots of value potentially, potentially coming, maybe 15 spots of value coming for him if you're getting him in the third round there. And and in certain circumstances, that's going to be worth it. On the ESPN side of things, we're looking at Zach Levine, who is um, got an ADP of 36, so back end of the third round. I reckon he's a second round guy, like top 25 sort of a player. And getting him back end of the third round, I like that. I also think, yeah, you could look at Shea Gildas-Alexander there. I am worried about him missing some games with perhaps not overly serious injuries. They're not just going to sit him. They're not just going to be like, you're not playing. Like, that's just not going to happen. And he should be able to be a twenty top 20 player. Um, so he's an interesting third round guy as well. But uh, I feel more confident with Levine at that ADP of 36 over on uh, over on ESPN versus... Um, versus uh, where I think he's going to finish in terms of their rankings for this season. Now, if you are looking to start a new fantasy league and you've got friends from work or friends from school, and maybe they come from playing fantasy football, we want to get more people playing fantasy basketball, as many as possible. Why don't you try the Sleeper app? It uses a system very similar to fantasy football. You pick one game per week for each player, and it is points only. So it's like fantasy football. So you bring all your mates together, start a new league. The Sleeper app is super easy to draft on. The draft room looks great. Great chat functions, dynasty keeper options, um, third round reversal in your drafts. Everything is very easy to use with their points only format and their uh, game pick format, which is just one game per week, which for people who aren't hardcore into fantasy basketball can really be an an easy way for them to come in and and just choose one game for the, the player for the week and you set your lineups and you're done. Very much like fantasy football. So give Sleeper a try and see how, uh, see how your friends like it. All right. Let's move back and look at round four. And here's where some value starts to arrive. And this ties into an auction strategy of perhaps not reaching up for those top guys because auction prices get tied to ADP numbers. 
and they often tend to be overvalued. Whereas in these middle rounds, there's a lot of guys who I think are undervalued and you can get a lot of them at these values. And it's not going to be possible for you to get all those guys that I've got listed there for Yahoo. So I've got Ja Morant, De'Aaron Fox, Clint Capella, and Christos Porzingis. Porzingis. You only have one fourth round pick. But these are all guys I think can be second or third round players. Like Ja and De'Aaron Fox, I think can be... um, can be higher than third round. Like I think Fox can be a yeah, borderline first round guy for points leagues on Yahoo. I think Ja Morant jumps up pretty considerably into the into the third round in a points league. But yeah, you're getting them at a um, at a much lower uh, much lower spot based on that ADP. You know, Capella probably going around too late going in round four here, and then Porzingis as well. We know that there is an injury risk, but again, top twenty five is not. It's not a complete stretch for him to get there. He's heading into this season healthy, which is the first time in like three years. So that's a huge plus. And we just hope that we can get 70 games out of him and provide that value. Uh, On the ESPN side of things, the value isn't quite as big. I think uh, the crucifix Christian Wood looks pretty good as a guy that you get in that fourth round option who can maybe push to top 30, if not you know, top 35 type of numbers, which if you're getting that in the fourth round, which fourth round is pick 37 to 48, and you get top 32, 33 numbers, especially if you're picking towards the end of the fourth round. Um, I think that works out. I think that works out to be pretty good. Wood's ADP is 42 over on ESPN. So I feel pretty good about him being able to beat that number. In fact, last year, he was the 41st ranked player and that came with a bit of a drop off at the end of the year. So I'm expecting him to be better than he was last season. In round five, we've got some names common across both sites. Um, We've got Goose, Anthony Edwards. I really like him. Look, that's basically outside the top 50 for him on both ESPN and Yahoo. And I really think that he can push to be maybe a top 40 guy for this coming season. Um, I think he can maybe work on his free throws, get them up. The efficiency, which was dreadful to begin the season, I think he's going to be better. He's going to have a big role, defensive stats. I think maybe he gets his passes up as well, his assists. I'm pretty excited to see what he can do this year. And I think Christian James McCollum is also a little bit underrated for points leagues. His ADP is outside the top 50. I think that he should be, like he's a top 40 option in Yahoo and ESPN points leagues. So there's some value there as a, maybe, a, maybe a third round guy that you can get in round five. Some other options across Yahoo. I think DeJounte Murray looks really good in that fifth round. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. looks excellent in that third round as, uh, as well. Uh, as does Yusuf Nurkic. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I think I just said third round. In the fifth round is what I mean. So Edwards, McCullum, DeJounte Murray, Jaron Jackson, and Yusuf Nurkic are all available in round five. Uh, and I think they're all pretty good picks in that round. Nurkic might actually end up slipping to round six and he even becomes a good pick there. Well, as ESPN, we're looking at CJ and Anthony Edwards as good options in that fifth round type area for this upcoming season. In round six, a lot of value in the ESPN side, not as much on Yahoo. I think Gordon Haywood, round six pushes out to pick 72. So if you're getting Haywood in that 70 zone, like he was really, really good last season. I know he had that weird wrist problem and then a foot problem. I do look at him and go that these aren't always just the same injury happening. It's always weird bullshit going on with him. Um, And and that doesn't preclude him from getting hurt again, but it doesn't preclude him from staying healthy either. So I am pretty interested in Haywood who slides, and you'll see him on ESPN a little bit later as well, how far he slides down. And I think this is probably a right area to take Pascal Siakam. I think he's a top 35 player on a per-game basis, and you're getting him here in the 65 to 70 type range where you have to miss that first month of the season, and you don't want to do it if you've got some other injury guys early on. 
But if you if you took Zion for example, I'd be pretty hesitant about adding Siakam to that mix. But adding Pascal here at say pick seventy, he sometimes goes to eighty or ninety. Yeah, there is value in that, like tremendous value as the season goes on. And then for ESPN, a couple of names I've mentioned already, Yusuf Nurkic and Kristaps Porzingis, they routinely go in round six on ESPN. They should be well higher than that. Siakam, another name there who, who I have already mentioned as an option. And then the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams the third. Where's my Rock DJ sound? Uh, let's find that one. Rock DJ. He is really, really low on ESPN in comparison to where I think that he is going to finish the season. He's, what, 71 ADP on ESPN. I think he's a top 50 guy. I think he's going to start next to Al Horford, which helps his overall upside as well. He's not as good in a points league as he is in a category league, but he does get a boost in ESPN's points league format because they do take into consideration field goals made and field goals missed, or field goals attempted, sorry. So efficiency is somewhat factored into that where it isn't across on uh, Yahoo. So I think there is some value. Uh, some value there for uh, for the Rock DJ heading across on the ESPN site. Guys, football is back. And the number one spot for all of your football action is Bet Online. Pro, college, whatever it is, Bet Online has you covered with an updated, new updated site and interface and more odds, props, and contests. It is your number one source for everything football. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device today and use our promo code locked on, and you can get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up. Whether it's football, basketball, boxing, or even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of all of the offers that BetOnline has available for you for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And while you're watching those sports, and while you are betting on those sports, have a built bar. It is the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar comes in nine standard delicious flavors, but they bring out all these special ones about cookie chunk and grasshopper cookie. And there's a strawberry puff one that's coming out at the moment. Plus the old favorites, raspberry and orange and, and cookies and cream and, and coconut as well. But they're not just delicious. They taste like candy bars and that's awesome. But they're protein bars and they're healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories per bar, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and just 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And you can get these bars for 15% off by going to built.com and using the promo code LOCKED15. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. Who's had a built bar? If you are on YouTube, drop it in the comments if you had a built bar. Tell me, tell me they're not delicious. They are unbelievable. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. And you get yourself that 15% off of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars ever. All right, let's move back now and take a look at round seven um, for points leagues. Yahoo. Maximum Derek. Derek White is available in round seven in a lot of leagues. Uh, his shooting has, hasn't been great in the preseason, and that plagued him last year. Maybe he never gets that hyper-efficient shooting back, but he's going to get a lot of shots. He's going to up his assists. He's going to get defensive stats. I really like him in round seven. D'Angelo Russell, much better points league guy than category league player. Like He's a real top 50 option in points leagues, but you get him in round seven. Karis Levert, the back does scare me. They do think that he'll be ready for opening night, but again... This is a top 50, top 40 points league sort of a player that if you're getting him at 75 or pick 80, yeah, that, that's worth the risk, I think, getting that level there. And Kevin Porter Jr., cousin Kev, he's available in round seven of Yahoo Leagues. He's a much better points league guy than category league guy. He's going to be inconsistent. We've seen that through the first two preseasons game, one massive and one absolute uh, shitfulness one. But overall, should be a top 50 fantasy points guy, and you can get him in round seven. 
on the ESPN side of things. Tyrese Halliburton, he's available in round seven. I really like him there. Again, efficiency counts on ESPN, so that boosts him a little bit. I like Malcolm Brogdon is a round seven option there. Probably get 10 to 15 spots on his ADP in terms of where the value is. D'Angelo Russell, as I mentioned already. And then weirdly, in round seven, OG Ananobi sitting there. If you're in a category league, that's just one of the biggest smashes you'll ever find. But even in a points league, that's really good value for OG Ananobi, getting him in round seven. Room at round seven, pick 73 up to pick 84. He's not as good in a points league, OG, as he is in a category league, but he could still crack the top 50, like really easily. So a lot of value there. And then this is where Spencer Dinwiddie comes in. Now, I think that this ADP for Dinwiddie is too high for a category league, but it's too low for a points league. He's going to rack up. He might average 20 and 8 this season. Doesn't do much in other areas, but 20 and 8 is definitely not a guy that you want. Like He's not worth the 80th pick. Like He's worth much more than that. But you can get him in this round seven type area and really bring some value to your squad. In round eight, that's where Dinwiddie's going on Yahoo League. So the same sort of story applies for him there. Much more value um, in points leagues and category leagues. And then two guys that get maligned for their category league value, but they're actually quite solid in points leagues. One of those is Andy Wiggins, and the other one is Rowan Barrett Jr. Now, Barrett probably takes somewhat of a hit because of the arrival of Walker and Fournier, but he, he can also improve as he heads into year three. So he can do a few other things better. So I think that sort of evens out and remains uh, leaves him as a round eight sort of a fantasy player who can provide round seven, maybe round six numbers in points leagues. For ESPN, this is the area where Derek White's available. You get him. This is where Jaron Jackson's available in round eight. Holy shit. Guys, that is just a ton of value to get Jaron Jackson in round eight. Round eight is 80, pick 85 to 96. Look, that is unbelievable value. Rashawn Holmes is available in round eight. Rashawn Holmes. And this is, again, what I say. Like, if you're doing an auction, look at all these names that you can get at these super cheap prices on ESPN. Like, what are you doing? Darius Garland. Gallo. He's available in round eight, as is Alf Stewart. That is just... Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Like, that is a ludicrous list of players whose ADP is in round eight. That is from 85 to 96. Derek White, Jaron Jackson, Rashawn Holmes, Darius Garland, and Isaiah Stewart. And sure, Jackson, White, Holmes, Stewart are all better in category leagues and points leagues. There's, there's no denying that. But this is still bullshit. These are still round five, six, seven type players that you're getting in round eight. Maybe not even round seven, like round five and round six. Absolutely ridiculous to have them that low. Round nine. Now, you have heard me talk about the earthquake Keldon Johnson in category leagues and saying I'm out. Like, he's going too high for me. In a points league, it's the opposite. He can be a top 80 guy, a top 85 player, because I think he's going to get a lot of usage and score a lot, do jack shit else, but he's going to do those things well, which really translates to a Yahoo points format. So in round nine, pick 97 to 108, it's great to get Keldon there, who should be a top 90, 85 player. I think Wendell Carter Jr. and Jalen Suggs, two Orlando teammates, also make a little bit of sense in round nine. They have probably you know, maybe 10 to 15 spots of value based on where their ADP is. And then in on Yahoo, there are some real, uh, not Yahoo, sorry, on ESPN, there's some interesting ones. Mike Conley's ADP is 99. I think he's better than that. Yes, there will be some issues with him resting games, but when we're down at this area outside the top 100, potentially, yes, you take him every day of the week. And there is no one person, kids, I know just a blanket cover your ears at this point. There is not one person in the world that can tell me what the fuck Jonas Valanciunas is doing down here. It's Vosevich. It's bitch. And then I pushed the wrong button. Jonas Vasilinovansas. That's embarrassing. Anyway, why is Jonas Valanciunas down here? This makes no sense whatsoever. 
Valanciunas on uh, ESPN is is ranked 115th. Excuse me, 115th. He was the 47th ranked player last season. His ADP is 103. I don't think he'll be as good as last year. I don't think he's falling 70 spots. This is one of those ones where somebody has head way up their ass. It doesn't make any sense. Why is he there? Is that an oversight? Do they think that they're just running with Jackson Hay? I don't know what's going on there. It feels it feels like I'm wrong. It feels like my numbers are wrong. Like I have to look at it and go, what is going on? Because it doesn't make any sense. But I know I'm harping on this because it's crazy. Marcus Smart's available in round nine in ESPN leagues. And Bogdan Bogdanovich is as well. And I think both of those, those guys can return a round or two's worth of fantasy value there. Round 10, Al Horford starting. Horford was good last season. All right, he is a round 10 option. This is 113 to 120. That's the round area we're looking at here. He's available there. I, really, I think he's a top 100 option in points leagues. He won't be sitting back to backs. They're not going to send him home like last season. He might not play 30. In fact, he almost does, definitely doesn't play 30 minutes. But if he gets 28 or 27, he beats this easy, as does Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Ridiculous that he would be available in round 10 on the Yahoo League. I think most drafts happening now, you'll see him start to go high, but this is bullshit. And then on ESPN, Gordon Haywood's available in round 10. I know you might be worried about the injuries, but my guys, Gordon Haywood going at like pick 115 is insanity. What is his actual ADP before I lose my mind even more? It is 110. What, what, like, what are we doing? Um, Miles Bridges is available here as well. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? And then Kevin Porter Jr. is also available here. That's 50 spots of value you're getting for KPJ. Now, he may not last. His ADP tells you he lasts. It's a, he's ranked 134th, Kevin Porter. His ADP is 115th. You take it at 100, 90, you're still just extracting the absolute urine out of your league. And for those of you who don't know what that means, I mean, you're taking the piss. Like, that is just taking the piss, really, to get him at that spot. It's ridiculous. Round 11, Montrez Harrell. I think he's being undervalued a bit. Now, I don't particularly like Harrell as a... I think he gets overrated for fantasy. I think it's overrated in real life. But he does put up numbers, and the Wizards are not going to have Thomas Bryant for chunks of this season, and Harrell's going to put up numbers. And he's getting drafted really late. Tyler Hero, impressive in the preseason. The rankings for him went too far in the other direction. I like him there. Mason Plumley, Dylan Brooks, and Mo Bumba. Really, really good round 11 selections who could become round nine type players. On ESPN, it's Tyler Hero again in that uh, in that area. I, I, I have to do it. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Yeah. And then the old uh, diseased scrotum, Evan Fournier in round 11. Well, this is a top 100 sort of a player, I think, on ESPN's format. And he's available up to round 11, which we're talking about up to pick 132 in that sort of range. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty ridiculous to have him there. Round 12. Jordan Poole, he probably will start going earlier than this. I don't mind getting him in round 10, but he, the ADP currently says this is where he is. Eric Bledsoe in a points league, I don't mind getting him there. Lou Dort, not someone I draft in category leagues, but in, in points leagues, sure, knock yourself out. Tyrese Maxey and Josh Giddy, some really interesting late picks here. 
And then on ESPN, we're looking at uh, Evan Mobley, who's really, really late there. It looks like he's established himself as a starter. You've got Al Horford, who's available in round 12. Jordan Poole and Mason Plumley there as well, who could be an option for you in that last or second to last round. And then the last round, just take flyers on guys. So you take a Trey Murphy, um, take any of these other guys that slide down into round 12 and see, or into round 13 and see exactly how that... Um, how that does uh, pan out for you. It's going to be interesting to see how that all goes for this season. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're on YouTube, thumb me up, ring the bell, leave a comment, share it, subscribe, hit the red subscribe button. It's pretty easy to do. You know how to do it. And be ready for episode 2500 coming up on Wednesday. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.